0: All right, 14 away from 5, Jason Walls, Chief Political Reporter, is with us. Hi, Jason. Hi, Heather. You've just come from the post-Cabinet press conference Grant Robertson was holding. Did you get more details there, did you?
1: We did, and what a difference another news cycle can can make. I mean, I don't need to spend time telling your listeners about RAM raids, because if you've even glanced at a TV or any news report from the last couple of weeks, you'll know that there is basically what amounts to an epidemic of RAM raids going on. But there there was nothing specific, and it's really important, there was nothing specific to deter any RAM raids in the 560 million crime prevention package announced on Sunday. There was some sort of vague commitment to do something about it. And here's Poto Williams, who's the police minister, talking about it with Mike Hosking this morning.
0: Uh, We need to talk about what other things we can do to support our business owners to be able to operate
1: safely. Like what?
0: Well, there's a range of measures we're looking at.
1: Yeah, like what?
0: Uh, We'll come back to you when we've got some decisions on that. You you don't know uh, what they are. You're making
1: this up as you go along, Poto.
0: We want to talk to businesses and we want them to tell us.
1: So fast forward a couple of hours and you've got Deputy Prime Minister Grant Robertson in post-cab this afternoon saying this.
2: The approach we're looking at doing would be similar to what we did with fog cannons, um, where the government can carry um, a part of the cost. Potentially quite a large part of the cost of installation of those. Um, we're finalising the details of that, uh, but that is our intention to provide that kind of support, similar to what we did with fog cannons yeah. Give us Shop a time workers. frame of
1: a time frame first, and then a ballpark figure of what exactly or how much we can be expecting, and if that's coming from budget. Allocations uh,
2: so in terms of the first part of the question, I would expect to have something to say about that within the next week or two. Um, meetings and discussions have been going on um, and obviously that was why Ministers talked about it yesterday and why the Prime Minister talked about it this morning. In terms of the cost, um, you'll need to wait till then, um, but as, um, there are a number of sources of potential funding.
1: So we have a rough time frame now, which is good news. And he says a week or two. Well, the budget is on May 19th. So putting my uh, numbers hat on, you c- might be able to expect something on budget day.
0: Hey, but we're not, talk- we're not talking about the installation of fog cannons. are We were talking about the installation of something else like bollards this time.
1: Yeah, he said something akin to that. So I think bollards would probably have to be um, something that they would consider, or some mm-hmm. sort of different um, device. I mean, you know, you can talk till you're f- you're blue in the face about prevention, but it's a really it's happening here and now. So there really needs to be something that actually stops it while there's prevention methods going mm-hmm. on in the background.
0: Jason, I see the government, also, I, see, I see National has backed up uh, Labour in its emissions target. This feels, d- does this feel to you? Because I, I noticed that um, Scott Simpson wasn't prepared to commit to it earlier in the morning and then Christopher Luxon did. It seems to me they left that to the last minute. There's, there's some sort of debate going on in National, isn't there?
1: Oh, there, there most certainly is. And we'll, um, Chris Luxon will be fronting up tomorrow in front of media where we'll actually get to probe him a, um, a little bit on that and just about what sort of decision, how this has been made, where the caucus landed and things like that. But um, essentially what it is, is it, it was a, an interesting announcement this morning because it was basically James Shaw, who's the climate minister, coming out and setting um, what is the first of three emissions budgets. So they're not how to get there, but a way to get to um, roughly 240 Um, megatons by 2035. So that might sound a bit arbitrary, but that's about 35% less than the average annual emissions from 2017 to 2021. So it's a pretty big drop, but there's no um, actual commitment on how they're going to get there yet. We're going to have to wait for the budget and for subsequent plans. So that's where Chris Luxon came in, um, um, earlier today said that National supports the commitment, but there is basically no news about how the government does that yet. So that's prompted Grant Robertson to have a bit of a crack at National to say, yeah, it's good that you're supporting um, the, uh, the the emissions budget that we've put down, but really you've got to put your money where your mouth is.
2: Well, our view is that the, the, the Climate Commission's work was independent. They set the budgets. We have by and large endorsed those budgets we now as a country have to take action to get ourselves to the goals of the Zero Carbon Act and the goals of the carbon budgets. That will come through our emissions reduction plans. The challenge I'm putting down to the National Party is back your words with actions, unlike what you did when you were in government.
1: So it's going to be interesting to see how they react to the plan when the government does unveil it about how to get those emissions down.
0: Jason, does the Prime Minister actually have to isolate if she's just a household contact? Is she not an essential worker?
1: Yeah, well, interestingly enough, and it sounds weird with these words coming out of my mouth, that no, the Prime Minister is not actually technically, technically, an essential worker. Um, so this all came about from the fact that um, her fiancé, Mr. Clark Gayford, is at home with COVID. Um, now a few people would have been scratching their heads thinking, well, hang on a second. Why isn't the Prime Minister actually coming into work? Why isn't she fronting post cab? Why isn't she in, ho- in the House? But it's because of that very fact. She's not technically defined as a critical worker. She, The closest thing that actually fits the category is um, one of the key public servants um, but and, and in that case if you're a household contact you can come in um, despite the fact that there is the need for isolation but the PM doesn't qualify that's because she can technically work from home and she has been she chaired cabinet this afternoon and she's going to be in the house tomorrow and she's going to be making a big business New Zealand speech um, later in this week as well so it really comes down to that and the fact that she can work from home and she can do so safely um Um, means that thus she does not qualify um, as being a critical worker. Go figure.
0: Hmm, Interesting stuff, Jason. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Jason Wall's chief political reporter.